Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, all ages. I would say it's that time of the week, but if you've been watching us, it's been a little bit because we've both dealt with sicknesses. But fortunately for you, the devil cannot take us down and out. We are back yet again for another episode known as Reaching Out. So let me introduce the man, the myth, the legend himself, so he can explain what we're going to go over tonight. Well, this is Camo, and welcome back to Reaching Out. Uh, tonight, I guess we are talking about dreams. Now, do you want to clarify that? Because there's like dreams when you go to sleep, and then there's dreams. Explain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so dreams as in like goals or aspirations, things that you wish to do. Ah, uh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah, because being sick this past week, I had some intense dreams on cold medicine. I'm not I'm not even like a cold medicine type unless I have to because of the dreams. Yeah. So to start off this episode, you basically have a unique dream job, something that you would prefer to do anything in the world. Yeah. Let's start there by what your dream job is. OK. Now, my dream job would to be in an office where I can just sit. Listen to music and design or draw all day. That's that's my ultimate dream job. Just to expand for the show, what are you looking to do with all that? I mean, what would be the main purpose? Because a lot of people would just say that's a hobby. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would love to turn art into a full-time job, whether it be painting or doing shirt designs, logo designs, just a place where I can just if if I don't have any I don't know, logos or shirt designs or anything like that to do. I can just sit and paint and build up stock of like paintings or drawings or whatever things that I can eventually sell. Okay. So, so there's no real one field that you're looking for. You're because there's like people I follow on YouTube, Benny and Rafi, like they're two of my favorite business artists Mm. and they've really focused on. She does a lot of the jewelry and then some painting, whereas he's a straight up sculptor, artist. There's no real one way you want to go. You kind of want to do graphic design mixed with art. Yes. Okay. Now I have to ask, just because you have a wife and two kids like me, mm-hmm. do you really think you can make a future doing that? I would like to think so. I mean, it's, it is possible to be a graphic designer and stuff like that, but companies don't usually hire you unless you have some sort of degree or certification. Which is really stupid because most of the people that come out of grad school have a isolated opinion of art. Mm-hmm. Like they can tell you the dimensions of anything, but practical application. But on the one hand, I where I lack is the speed or maybe the tools of knowing all Illustrator, Photoshop, Audition, Mm. Premiere Pro and stuff like that. So, I mean, I definitely see the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to take like a course or something over at Tulsa Tech uh, just to learn a few things and uh, sharpen those tools, I guess. But what's so unique about you? I mean, you definitely, well, for one, you have a fan base. I mean, anytime you're in need, you send out an SOS and you have like five or six people. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the cool thing. And you do have your own style, which school really can't teach. Right. Yeah. Uh, Believe it or not, I actually, well, I'm not proud of this, but (laughs) I 
I got D's and F's in art class. Yeah. Oh, mostly because I just wanted to draw or paint whenever I wanted. You know, I mean, there's only so much, I don't know, still life that I could draw and do all that without just getting bored. You know, just te- teach me the, the basics like shading and dimensions and stuff like that and just let me go. I think that is probably the most millennial thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I mean, I, I I learned about perspective and um, focal points and shading and dimensions and whatnot. And uh, I just went from there. <laughs> well, I mean, I come from a sports background and... I fortunately almost set a national record in college. The national record for plays in a game as when I played was 108. Mm -hmm. We ran 104 with the refs sucking wind because they couldn't even keep up with us. We ran 104 plays in one game. Yeah. We did not run during the season, during practice at all because of how many plays we ran. And we, our coach understood it was repetition after repetition after repetition. Mm Do you feel like you've kind of screwed yourself a little bit by not learning the basics and doing it over and over and over based on what the teacher said? Well, I mean, that's just, I I did learn the basics. I just didn't want to do the assignments. Yeah. I wanted to draw my own thing. But, well, I think I see what you're saying. Uh, they, they, They assign things for a reason. So, I mean. Well, I won't go that far. I think teachers play it safe Mm. instead of challenging people. So, I mean, I'm not saying like, but as far as redoing it over and over and it becoming second nature, Mm -hmm. like maybe doing a stupid building. Yeah. But yet at the same time, that same building is teaching you how to different shades depending on the sun. Mm -hmm. And you have a lot of reflective images that could be in the windows of the building so that teaches you how to reflect what's inside what's outside what's at this angle what's at that angle yeah like and all it is is reputation mm-hmm. i mean art is basically a lot of ideas being re- being recreated over and over and over again yeah oh yeah i mean we're at the hotel <laughs> just drawing every day uh, i don't even do that anymore i i haven't really put pencil to paper in in quite a while it's just been painting and um i don't know i I changed it up on this last one i did uh i actually sketched it out on the canvas first and it actually turned out a lot better than i thought it would i I decided to put more i I hate to say it for anybody who's listening who's received a painting from me uh, i hate to say it like this but i put more effort into this one than i have any other ones only because most of my paintings are 90s cartoon characters. Yeah. They're, a little, they're a little more simple than doing an actual portrait of a real person. So I wanted to take more time on this one and make sure it actually looked like the guy. Yeah. So I, I did a, uh, a portrait of this guy named Sid Haig who played Captain Spaulding in House of a Thousand Corpses. So I decided for those of you that still don't know who it is, don't feel bad. I didn't either until he showed me a picture. And then I was like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, Three from Hell. Um, He's been in some and a lot of other stuff, too. He's in one of uh, Rub Zombie's music videos as well. Uh, Never going to stop. I was going to say, and all those movies are by 
Rob Zombie. Yes. <laughs> but no, I, I actually sketched it out this time and it actually uh, looks like Sid Haig. And I'm very happy with it. I just got to get the painting to my friend. <laughs> it's okay. Been- so you actually completed. Have you posted online anywhere what it looks like? No. Not okay. Yet. Uh, he doesn't even know what it looks like yet. <laughs> so you're just uh, going to surprise him? Yeah. Well, fortunately, this podcast won't come out for a couple weeks, so hopefully it'll still be a surprise. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel bad because he, I told him it would be ready two weekends ago, but that's when I got sick and uh, I, I completed it before that weekend, but I, I was down and out for about a week. And then this past weekend, we went out of town and hopefully sometime in the next day or so, I'll get it to him. But by the time this comes out, I probably will have already given it to him. <laughs> so I hope you like it then. Yes. All right. So that is your dream. Yeah. Do you know how long you've had this dream for? I mean, or like how it came about? Um, Within our time uh, working together on this whole reaching out thing is where, uh, I mean, since December, that's that's been my goal. We We've been talking about getting a workspace or something and uh it's it's really been this burning i guess desire whatever uh as my as my ultimate goal is just sit and do art in a workspace and listen to music because if i'm left alone with music i get work done that's why i listen to music when i work at the dealership (laughs) music or podcasts something to keep my mind occupied while i'm doing something well, that is a whole different environment. I mean, that's doing tasks. I mean, this this would be, have you ever had it where you just had like, let alone a week where you could do that? No. <laughs> Saying that's going to be the hard part because once you get alone, I mean, you say that, but I mean, but I mean, that's kind of getting into a whole show. And, but when, when did you realize this dream? Like it was, it wasn't just December. I mean, it's been before that. Well, my, my goal for I, I don't know when but i've always wanted to do something with art uh but my overall goal has changed over time like in fifth grade i wanted to be an amusement park designer design all the roller coasters and rides and stuff like that and um eventually later on i wanted to be a video game designer uh but i realized that you had to learn code and stuff like that and all i wanted to do was character design and just no. draw characters and stuff like that so that changed and uh a while later i wanted to be a comic book artist and then eventually for like maybe a month or two i wanted to be a tattoo artist but then i realized tattoo guns don't have erasers yeah (laughs) but no i i mean since working with you over at the over at the print shop and um doing different little little side jobs where i've designed uh, signage for a couple of businesses and doing shirt designs that people like and stuff like that. I, I realized that's really what I want to do is just design work, you know, like either whether it be logo or uh, just cool t-shirt designs to, uh, I don't know, just, just art, just listen to music and create stuff that people can show off or wear or, um use as their brand you know yeah because branding has a lot of what you're looking for you're looking to 
come up with a character, which, you know, a lot of times is a mascot, then the the way the wording goes with the mascot, the way the colors accent everything, how it flows in and out on different products, whether whether it be a brewing company compared to a cupcakery, you know. Yeah. And all that is definitely interesting. So basically that is a starting point. Mm-hmm. It may seem like I'm picking on you just because I know you have a big dream. Yeah. And I won't apologize for that because, you know, <laughs> just it's that thing when you have, I've heard a quote recently. If you show me your nine friends, wherever they're going, you're going to be the 10th one going after them. So, I mean, it's, it's about who you associate with, who's feeding into you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I mean, what, obviously your wife, was a big move for you to take this new job. Mm. Where can you see, and putting this in terms of reaching out, because ultimately this show is supposed to help motivate other people and inspire them to be better than they actually are. Yeah. For you to conversate with them and help them out of the, out of the deepest, darkest spot. Mm-hmm. So pretty much putting you on a podium right now. Yeah. You know, what, you're still trying to obtain that dream, trying to reach out for the next person to grab a hold of you to pull you up to the next level. Mm. What do you see your biggest need right now in obtaining the next level? Mm. My biggest need. And that's a hard one to think of. I mean, especially, but the people I listen to, Simon Sinek, Gary V, um, E.T. the hip hop preacher, even the music I listen to, like motivational channel, mm. specifically on Spotify. And it's, I mean, there's one video or one, I guess is a video that's been transcribed into music, but it's like he counts down. I'll give you 10 seconds to get out of bed. Like the song is made to for the person staying in bed. Mm. And it's like now that you've achieved that, you'll get the next thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where I'm kind of more or less coming from. Like, what do you need? as far as motivation, support, you know, because you have a whole lot of people watching where people can put themselves in your position. Mm -hmm. These are the same exact questions that everybody needs to ask themselves who's trying to achieve. I mean, right now, I mean, more people are watching my art than they are the whole reaching out thing. But I like the time together a little bit. You know, I'm, hmm. I mean, with my art and everything, People have always gravitated toward that. And but what do I really need, though? I just, I don't know. Because I, I don't like asking for stuff. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, what I need is just, just people's support, really. What kind of support are you looking for? I mean, yeah, a lot of people can give you a thumbs up on Facebook. Yeah. Me, but what is that honestly going to do? Actually, you know what? What would really help is shares. Spread the word, you know. I mean, I mean, with my artwork, I'm getting a whole lot of uh, attention on TikTok. Yeah. With my artwork now, uh, some of those paintings have gotten uh, over 600 plays, and a couple of them are my uh, my originals. So that 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 helps a lot, but. But on Facebook and stuff like that, I mean, if people can, if if I've done artwork for anybody, uh, now, now one thing, 
I appreciate the people who have bought artwork for me and it has helped me a lot. But if the people who have gotten some sort of artwork from me uh, could at least share it once they get it, that would help. And of course, tag yourself in it. Yes. Or not yourself, but tag Camo Arts. Or what tag do you want them to use? Uh, Camo Arts and Cameron Tyler Lee. That would that would give me a whole lot of exposure, and that would get my name out there a lot faster. Um, because I think the only people seeing it are my friends, yeah. and, and people who actually follow, uh, Camo Arts. So, I mean, th- there's been a couple of people who have who have shared what I've done for them and stuff like that, but really, that's that's all I'm asking is just share and spread the word and maybe that can open up more opportunities down the road what opportunities are you looking for just more more work uh to if i can get to a point where i'm constantly getting commission offers or job offers to do a design or a painting or a drawing or a logo design or whatever if i can keep that steady i can eventually make a job out of it and then i can do that full time but i'll need to get more exposure first so i can get to that point do you need more exposure though i mean is that the that the most the biggest need you have right now i mean i mean a lot of people have already seen my stuff yeah do i need more exposure or do i need more shares or do i just need people to let people know that i am available well, I mean, if they're not sharing the things I'm doing for them and the only people who are saying that I do this stuff like for like commission work and to try to make money and stuff like that are the only ones who are like on my friends list or whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean. Which in return is uh, who you're doing it for, right? Right. Now, uh, I mean, a couple of my friends have told their friends about it and uh I am doing a, a a painting for a friend of a friend because they did share my work and they showed them what I've done and stuff like that. So that's that's what I'm aiming for, you know, not only my friends, but like their friends and so on and so on, you know, just create a, a domino effect. And hopefully eventually it'll get to a point where I can do it full time. Well, I mean, what's that point, though? Because like we've talked about about reaching out. And it, I guess it's going more towards the whole camo arts thing. Yeah, it does feel like it's going toward camo arts. But I mean, where, what would it lead to? Like, kind of how reaching out you want to have a conversation with. Mm. How does this play back into reaching out? Because I, I see it as two sides of the coin that makes up Cameron. Yeah. You know, you have reaching out and then camo arts. You know, hopefully you don't go around like Two-Face flipping a coin all the time and be like, hey, I'm going to promote this side. And I'm gonna... But I mean, right. how do you use those to benefit what you're doing? Eventually, I want to get to a point where I can do camo arts full time and then use that as an opportunity for reaching out to let people know that they can achieve what they're going for as well. If I can re- reach my ultimate dream, or goal 
they can too. And I would like to be able to help people reach their goals as well. What if you fail? Well, if I fail, I can't just say, well, I, I tried, sorry. <laughs> but, but so many people do. And that's, I think that's why I'm looking at you right now and using you as a guinea pig for this. And okay. I apologize for being <laughs> harsh, but I mean, that's where I see your heart in this. Mm -hmm. And I want to really like push because there's definitely a side, I think, people don't realize they either see the reaching out or they see the camo like they see the amazing artist or they see somebody who wants to sit down and i don't even know if you've made the connection and how they can fit together i mean do you see that or is that just for the longest time i've only seen them as separate things and i would like to be able to use both i mean camo arts to to help me and i mean because honestly we got to make a living as people Right. We can't just go, hey, here's a painting. Can I have a place to stay for a month? <laughs> I mean, hopefully your paintings get that well known that it yeah. would pay for a place for a month. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, if I can tie camo arts into reaching out, that, that'd, that'd be fantastic. If I can help myself and help others at the same time, that'd be awesome. That'd be perfect. I don't like the fact that you say if. Because I... <laughs> when I help myself and help others. Well, then you it say it sarcastically. I mean, but it is, I mean, getting ready for this, well, apparently now three weeks, you have the majority of people stop believing in themselves. You have the people that they try and they're like, oh, well, I tried it. I'm done. You know, and then that's kind of the, the millennial quote, quote unquote stereotype. Mm. You try once and you're done. But really, I mean, even... The people that are out of nowhere, they've, I mean, even, okay, Justin Bieber. I don't know why he popped in my head. He was like, what, 13 when he hit the charts? He was singing probably since he was six or seven. He still wasn't a fly-by-night sensation. He still sang and then was discovered by Usher. I mean, just like the, okay, the Major League Baseball draft. I know you don't know anything baseball, but the number one draft pick out of high school. He still had to play four years of high school and become a number one prospect to get drafted. Or I don't know if this year's was a high school. He could have been in college. Mm. But I mean, we all have a process and most people don't follow through. And I think that's why with you, I love the fact that reaching out is simply sitting down and having a conversation. Mm -hmm. Camo Arts is sitting down and taking what's on the inside and bringing it out yeah, and combining the two. It's taking the time to listen where, whether it's flowing through your hand to a canvas or flowing out of your hand to somebody else to reach out to them and grab them and say, let's go. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of why, and I don't want you to feel like, I mean, it is worth saying, what if you do fail? It may not be a big, what if, because you're not risking anything right now. Yeah. But, I mean, there is always that that what if that you have to ask yourself. And if I fail, I mean, <laughs> that's going to feel bad. And whoever I'm trying to help might be upset. And I, I, I they might say, ah, it's all right. But I, I, I want to beat the crap out of myself over it. But it's not going to stop me from still trying to help, though. Yeah. But, okay, let, let, let's just get this out of the way. Uh, it has been a few weeks and I haven't posted anything on reaching out, 
or anything in a few weeks. And I, I hope people aren't thinking that I have given up or anything like that. I've just been sick yeah. <laughs> and doing family stuff. So, And, of course, it hasn't helped for me to be sick, so I haven't posted the episode we've already done. Yeah. Uh, but, no, we are not done. We're not done, and uh, I'm not giving up. Uh, we'll be back out this weekend. And it. This kind of is a really good time to publish this. Because, well, in the timeline, it's still a couple weeks out. Yeah. But I mean, just the fact that your body needs a break. There's times that you push, and there's times, like even in the Lord's Prayer, it struck me this way a couple years ago. I will make you lie down in green pastures. God is saying, I will make you lie down and rest. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, ours were types of bodily harm that we're out for about a week apiece, you know, back-to-back weeks. Yeah. But, I mean, there's – and also, with the whole dream thing, that's what you've got to listen to, too. You know, there's a, a season for everything. In this season, you know, we suffered a setback. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's down and out. It doesn't mean it's over. Mm. You know, it, I think it – well, now thinking about it, you eloquently put it, well, it didn't work out. I'm done. If you're done for or down now for three weeks, are you done? No. <laughs> I'm not done. It was three weeks. It was three weeks that. Uh, I mean, it really wasn't warranted. Like we didn't. We were 26 episodes into it strong. Mm hmm. I mean, and then all of a sudden, boom, we're done for three weeks now. Yeah. And to be honest, though, uh, only two people have asked about it, asked about the podcast and asked about the whole reaching out thing on the weekends. This is my buddy Armando and my coworker at work who listens to the podcast sometimes. <laughs> well, I can understand why Armando, but um, okay, without saying you don't want to offend anybody. Because we all know that's the case. <laughs> but honest truth, does that matter? That only two people's asked. Not really. Why? I mean, just because nobody asked doesn't mean I'm going to be done. I mean, I, I guess people might automatically assume that I'm taking a break or something like that. Uh, I didn't really post anything about uh, getting sick at all. Yeah. Uh, I just... I mean, I would still get on Facebook and stuff like that, check my notifications. That's about it. But I'm not, I'm not mad that nobody's asked about it. I just found it kind of funny. <laughs> but Do you really believe that? Or are you just saying that? What? I mean, there's been times before when you said, you know, it gets to you. But I, I mean, mean it, it, it can get to me all, all day long. But what, what good is it going to do? Do me if I get upset about it every time nobody posts a comment or likes a post that I do. It's not doing any good to get mad about it anymore. Now, if we can only believe it. <laughs> and I'm talking <laughs> to myself, too. I mean, when you put your heart and soul out there, I mean, you sit out there for eight hours a weekend. That's a whole lot than me just putting a design and nobody's liking it. But, of course, I'm a lot better at burning bridges than you. 
So <laughs> I piss off everybody in my past. And my friends list is short. And I don't even think I know 20 of the people on my friends list anymore. Like I'm just getting as many business contacts and fixing to release August 1st. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my whole deal. Whereas you, you've taken a vested interest into people. And me from outside looking in, I, you know, I get pissed off when people don't pay attention to you. <laughs> just because, I mean, I see how much it is. It does put a toll on your wife and your kids. I mean, kids are annoying. Blanket <laughs> statement. When you have two kids around you for eight hours a day, they're probably going to, they haven't acted up when I've been there. So I'm not saying your kids personally. Yeah. I'm talking about all kids in general are annoying when they're anywhere for eight hours a weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, that puts a toll. And then with you, I mean, we've talked about your mental health issues and stuff like that. The stuff that goes through our minds, that went through our minds, is unimaginable. And now it's back from a sickness, missed three weeks, nobody's asked. And it's probably running rampant, you know. But I'm I'm glad you're actually saying it doesn't bother you. And I think looking at you right now, it actually conveys. It's not just... I think you really are doing this and growing as a person. I hope so. <laughs> Running jokes, saying that when men get sick, we act like babies and we're over dramatic. I was going to die. <laughs> yeah. I could eat was like yogurt or applesauce and keep that down. Well, I thought I was going to die. So I had to reevaluate some things. I'm learning to not get so. <laughs> upset about things uh and i i'm i'm learning to uh i i I really had to step back and think about how things would be if i weren't here anymore i mean that's over dramatic uh yes (laughs) because i'm trying to think of how to come at that because i mean but now knowing i mean you said something simply that you hadn't said before in text you never had a high fever like that. Yeah. You know, that was fortunately when I was 13 or 14, I had viral meningitis and that's how high mine was for weeks. So I know what you're going through. Mm. You know, you do your nonstop sweating. Yeah. And I know that's, that's a little dramatic and everything. And, uh, before I finally broke down and told Joanna, I'm like, Hey, this fever's not going down. I need to go to the hospital. She took me out to the ER right then. We dropped the boys off with my parents on the 4th of July. And we headed out to the uh, Cherokee Hospital out in Claremore. I went to the ER. And they took a look at me. And they gave me some antibiotics. Antibiotics. There we go. Stuff like that. And I just had a really bad infection. And uh, once I got in my own head by looking up like WebMD and stuff like that. Looking up sepsis. and uh how it can be fatal and stuff like that i was looking up all the symptoms and everything what is sepsis anyway (sighs) sepsis is an infection that gets in your blood and it can be fatal it is fatal if it was left untreated so i I got my own head with that and i'm like oh crap this is it (laughs) you know uh i was looking up the uh the uh symptoms and everything is talking about fever and chills and 
nausea and stuff like that. And I was experiencing all of that. I'm like, oh, yep, that's just going down the list. I'm like, yep, 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 yep. Uh, I had chills so bad. Uh, it was um, the night before the 4th of July. And Joanna was out with the boys over at her parents' place. And I stayed home uh, to work on the painting. And uh, after I got done, I just started shaking uncontrollably. Just just shivering. Like, I couldn't stop myself. I, I got under my blanket and everything. And I was just shaking and shaking and shaking. And I was tensing up so bad that my my abdominals and my muscles were just sore after I finally stopped. Man, it was bad, man. And Joanna's like, "Yeah, you need to go to the doctor." <laughs> I'm like, ah, "Maybe it'll pass." But the next morning, I'm like, "No, we got, we got to go." We and we went out to the ER. But that whole that the whole time, waking up every few hours and stuff like that, I, I seriously thought this was it. And I, I started thinking about how things would be if I all of a sudden wasn't here anymore, and I. I haven't posted anything to let people know. Uh, <laughs> I hope your day is going well and stuff like that. And I haven't reached enough people and how Joanne is going to be with the boys and stuff like that. I don't want to leave her like alone and stuff like that. Uh, I, I just don't want to cause anybody any stress <laughs> by not being here, yeah. you know? And, uh, and it, the only thing I could think about is I, I got so much more left to do. More to give. More to give, yeah. And I was just thinking about a post that I did that I posted like a while back saying, hey, I'm doing this because I missed my opportunity to meet with people because I thought I had all the time in the world. And when I'm gone, that's it. I, I have... I, I, I can't reach anybody else. So I'm trying to reach as many people as I can. I'm inviting people every week to come out and visit me and talk if they need to. And um, I'm not saying <laughs> that that coming and talking with me is vital or anything, but uh, I just realized time on this earth is very brief in my little overreaction last week. <laughs> I mean... No matter what it was, it was an eye opener. Yeah. And that's the thing about when you, when dreams become vision, there is a catalyst. Reaching out would not be anything without, unfortunately, people in your life dying. Mm -hmm. That was a catalyst to get where we are here. Yeah. I mean, this is episode 27 that started in December. You went, well, you went a solid six months and then all of a sudden this happened. Yeah, but I mean, something changed. I mean, going this far, and I mean that was one of the big things. Not only you, but me going through the whole sickness. You have a point that's a catalyst that motivates you. Mm -hmm. I mean, if my old bosses hadn't started smoking weed in front of me, I probably would have still been Amazon or Screamer or something like that. There's no reason I would have went out and started driving for myself, being my own boss. Yeah. There's no reason that you would start having this dream. I mean, and I think that's another reason why I brought it up earlier of how camo arts and reaching out are together because you've had both catalysts. Like you want to sit and draw because you have a talent. Mm. And then you want to sit and reach out for people 
And now you've had another catalyst in your life that most people don't have six months apart from each other saying there's not a lot of time for you to get motivated and do this. Mm -hmm. I mean, this year, I feel like has been a steady progression. But I mean, it's getting to that point now where you're we're having to find a way to get it done. Mm -hmm. Things are starting to line up and it's becoming more and more real every day. Yeah. It's funny how a little infection or fever can really make you open up your eyes and realize it it it, it gives you a little dose of reality and it makes you take a step back and realize that that we're mortal and we're not here forever. So what do we do with the time that we're here? A lot of people spend their whole life chasing after money or fame or to make a huge name for themselves so everybody in the world will know who they are. I want to spend mine letting people know that they matter. A lot of people are out there who don't feel like they're worth anything or they're depressed and don't feel like anything can help them. They need to be shown that they, they're worth more than what they think. I guess I'm trying to do the same thing as well with my art, but but I'm not I'm not expecting to be world famous or anything like that or make millions of dollars. If I can get my artwork out there and it, it just it's hanging up on somebody's wall and they can look at it and smile at it every day or something and brings a little light to their life, then that's that's a little victory for me. But the whole reaching out thing. I want people to experience little victories of their own, too. See, that's why I think your art's a little bit more than that. Yeah, it may bring people smiles, but that also means freedom for you. Mm. Like, you don't have to be, like, even, okay, one thing that our generation knows is YouTube. Even the well-known creators that are, like, medium tier that still have over 100,000 followers Mm. are still working for themselves. They're experiencing freedom. And if your art sells, that allows you to have freedom to raise your family, to take vacations with your wife, to go send the kids to grandma and go go take her out on town. And I I think that's one thing that Simon Sinek has shown me more than anybody is on his ledgers, on his business. They do not have I can't remember if it's money or monetary or profit or loss or whatever. It has freedom. So at the end of the year, every quarter, they're looking at how much freedom they have to do things mm-hmm. rather than how much money is in the bank. I got you. So, I mean, with you, the more you sell, you're not gaining money. You're gaining freedom. You're gaining a Friday to go meet with somebody because they've been all pissed off because and complaining because you only meet with people on Saturday and Sunday. Well, now because you saw the painting, you get to tell them to shut up and I'm coming to you. You get to tell them I'm coming Mm -hmm. because now you have the freedom to go meet with them. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's where it's coming full circle and how dreams, when they become reality, they allow you freedom, not only for you, but the people around you. And now your story, which, you know, I openly say still doesn't matter. But your story infects people. Mm -hmm. The end goal is what you're looking for. How you relate to people and they will remember your legacy is ultimately, 
up to what you're wanting to do because the more freedom in sitting in a room drawing allows you to communicate with more people. And I would say, would you have something, you know, worth leaving the people? But honestly, go back and listen. There's two little mono, um, oh, what is it when they, um, one person, monologue. There's two monologues that you had that are amazing this episode. So, I mean, I'm just going to leave it up that. I mean, do you want to say something else or do you have a third one in you? (laughs) Oh. I don't know. It, everybody who's been following me through my art or through reaching out or we've just been friends for years, your guys' support is helping me get to my dream. Every little comment, like, little kind word or two, just another stepping stone on my path to my dream. And through reaching out, I hope that I can inspire people to reach theirs as well. I I still think this, the (laughs) words you said this episode, I put you on the spot, but it brought up something raw and emotional. By looking at you, it looked like it connected new ways. So with that being said, I'm not going to rob from him. I'm just amazed at what's been said. So until next week, hopefully not a month from now, but I've been R.A. Crate. And Camo. And we will see you next time. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.